4: Hey there and welcome to this year's first
3: episode of Real Golf Radio. Welcome to 2021. I'm Brian Taylor. He's Bob Casper, son of the legendary golfer Billy Casper. You can find us online at realgolfradio.com. Follow us on Twitter at Real Golf and at Real Golf Radio on the other social channels. Love to have you on board. Search for us wherever your favorite podcast sites are found. And uh, Bob, here we go. Another year of 2021, another year covering golf, year number 22 for Real Golf Radio, which is hard to believe and kind of cool at the same time. It's always good to be alongside you, pal. You know, we wrapped up uh, 2020 a uh, couple weeks ago, took a couple weeks mm-hmm. off for the holidays, and here we go again. Tournament of Champions looks a little bit different this year, but everything has looked a little bit different over the last year, at least nine months or so, and it looks like it's going to continue to be a bit unique here into the beginnings of 2021, maybe throughout all of 2021, huh?
5: Yeah, Um The tournament champions traditionally has maybe 28, uh, 32, or 34 players that are playing in the field. This year it's been expanded a little bit. I think what there's 43 or 44 players. And the reason that is, is because of COVID 19, you have less tournaments. So anybody who qualified for the tour championship, those 25 players at the tour championship, they were also invited
3: yeah it's just good to get guys back out I mean it's always fun to sit here for most of us that are you know socked in with winter time uh, throughout the most of the country and take in the views of uh, Maui and uh, the ocean and the you know those down on the beach enjoying the surf and whatnot and then of course, some great golf and watch these guys just hit it as far as they can, and they certainly can unleash on this golf course. You know what was good for me this week, Bob, is I actually was able to take a a, a small window of sunshine and Mm -hmm. swing, get the golf clubs out, dust them off a little, and make a couple of swings. So uh, I'm excited. I'm excited to talk some golf. I'm excited to play some golf uh, at some point in time, and we're going to get into it all next. Uh, 2021 expectations, things to watch, and what are going to be the big stories out in professional golf for 2021? We'll get to it all next. We're just kicking it off. Thanks for being with us. Brian and Bob on Real Golf Radio. In golf, we love the way technology helps us better enjoy the game. The same goes for our other pursuits. If fly fishing is one of those, let me introduce you to the River Quiver. Fly fishing is about the journey moving from spot to spot until you land that fish you've been looking for all day. But what do you do with your rod? Break it down? Hang it out the back window? You're not going to let it roll around in the back of your truck. Just slide it in your River Quiver. Fully assembled and ready to fish. This premium rooftop fly rod holder is designed to protect your rod and give you more time on the water to catch more fish.
5: Locked, low ready to fish. Find your river quiver at riversmith.com. To be the number one irons in golf for five consecutive years and counting, Callaway can't stop pushing the limits. That's why they've used artificial intelligence to create the new Maverick irons. AI has uniquely engineered a flash face cup in every Maverick iron to maximize distance throughout your entire set, while each club's center of gravity is precisely positioned to optimize launch. New distance is out there. It takes a Maverick to find it. Get new distance at CallawayGolf.com. Callaway number one irons in golf how did we create our most advanced tour ball ever we invested and built one of the
0: most advanced golf ball facilities in the world inside and out we've re-engineered every aspect of chrome soft to create our fastest highest quality and most consistent tour ball ever a new era of innovation has built a ball for total performance the new chrome soft This
6: ball changes everything.
5: From the brand that sells over 2 million backpacks per year, OGO's new Fuse Stand Bag will have you feeling as fresh on the 17th hole as you did on the 2nd. Integrating industry-leading strap technology, OGO's Fuse Stand Bag is the perfect companion for the walking golfer. With wide and dense padding and the self-leveling Fit Disc technology, the Fuse delivers unparalleled walkability. This season... Make sure your stand bag is as light as fuse. Learn more about the best bags in golf at OGO.com golf.
3: Those who know love heading to St. George, Utah for year round fun, especially golf. But where to stay is always a challenge and getting a tee time can be tough. What if there was a Scottsdale-style golf resort in St. George where you can stay and play? And what if you could own your own residence there? Well, now there is. Introducing Black Desert Resort at Entrada. The second and final chapter of the Entrada Vision offers a full community with exceptional amenities from residential villages, hiking trails through preserved lava flows, spa, world-class dining and shopping, and a Tom Weiskopf championship golf course. It's literally an out Outdoor paradise that will strengthen family bonds and make lifelong memories. That's life at Black Desert. Find out how you can stake your claim at BlackDesertResort.com. BlackDesertResort.com. Exclusive real estate opportunities are available now. Black Desert Resort at Entrada. unlike anything you've
4: experienced before. Now back to Real Golf Radio with Brian and Bob.
3: Welcome back, Real Golf Radio. Brian Taylor, Bob Casper. Thanks so much for being a part of the show here in year number 22. Again, our Twitter handle is at Real Golf. would love for you to give us a follow there, join the conversation, let us know what you think, and um, get your feedback and be a part of the show all week long uh, right here on Real Golf Radio. Certainly pleased also to uh, welcome in those listening on our SiriusXM channel, iHeartRadio, or any of the affiliate radio stations that are picking us up here, uh, including our flagship station, 1280 The Zone in Salt Lake City. Uh, Bob, let's get into 2021 expectations, things to watch. I think the first thing is, you know, how will COVID continue to impact professional golf? And by the way, Rex Hoggard's going to join us from Golf Channel here in just a few minutes. We'll get his take on these as well. Caddy will join us on the back nine, hour number two. But, you know, COVID obviously was huge. Uh, it, it impacted all parts of our life and continues to do so. And, uh, you know, as much as we want to get back to normal, i um, with the turn of the calendar, we're hoping that we could put COVID behind us and leave it in 2020. Unfortunately, this uh, pandemic doesn't uh, know the calendar year and that that's supposed to happen. So it's going to continue to be around. I think people are going to be pretty cautious to, uh, and I, when I say people, I'm talking about uh, tournament directors, uh, those on the PGA Tour, um, as as far as uh, uh, um, staff and, and uh, mm-hmm. the, the governing bodies. Like I think they're going to be a little hesitant to get right back into it. So maybe we'll see what I think Phoenix is planning around 8,000 fans mm-hmm. a day to show up. I mean, yep. that's a start, right? But
5: how big is this going to continue to, to impact the tour? Well, you know, um, we talked a, bit, a little bit about this last week. Kind of the PGA Tour came out with what they were, what they were planning, at least for the Florida swing. And I, I guess there was a level one, a level two, and a level three. Uh, level three is um having having fans out there. Uh level two is um having um you know some family, your swing coach, um, that kind of thing. And then level one was like the PGA tour did last year, where it was limited. Um and there was really nobody on the golf course except for you. No family members, maybe possibly a swing coach to start uh, the round and 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 work on on games and stuff like that. But those are the things that we have to look at. And so, like you said, Phoenix is going to have about eight thousand. Uh, I know that uh, um, Tigers event at L.A. at at uh, Riviera is they're looking at having some some limited fans at that one. As well, but most of those events are in California, and California is basically shut down, and so it's going to be extremely hard for uh, anyone to be able to watch in, you know, as a fan in person in yeah. person yeah. on the PGA Tour on that West Coast swing.
3: I think you're you're right. I think it's going to continue to be tough. I hope come master's time that there's enough of a, of a vaccination coverage and with wearing of masks and that type of thing that we'll be able to have patrons there at Augusta. I mean, that's my hope, right? I, I I talked to uh, John Patrick with the Augusta golf show. Who's a resident there. And he's just not that optimistic. I I hope something happens that allows that to feel normal come April, but we'll see March madness has already announced their bubble. Um, Reason would stand to let you think that Augusta is going to continue with the bubble that they did in November because they were able to pull it off. Yeah. And uh, I know they want to get their patrons there, but at the same time, they don't want to also be the one that brings everybody back and causes a spike or, or something along those lines. Because a so,
5: super spreader. Yeah. You know, that's, yeah. The, that's the word right now, super spreader.
3: We don't want that, so we'll nope. see. But that's going to continue to impact us. All right, let's move on. Uh, changes uh, that will result from the USGA RNA, RNA distance study. This is supposed to come out in March, Bob. And we're going to get into this. Brando Chambly, I thought, did a great job of responding to this conversation piece, if you will, and 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 the the cries for rolling the golf ball back, doing something mm-hmm. to equipment to curb the distance increases and gains that we're seeing out there from professional golfers and the best amateurs in the world. I want to get into that more in more detail coming up, but just real briefly, what were your thoughts on Brandel's comments in the article that he put out on golfchannel.com regarding the the need to not roll
5: back the distance. Well, I I mean, we're talking about players that are the best of the best. We're not talking about amateurs. We're talking about players that are the best of the best that play a limited number of golf courses around the country. And we've seen those golf courses hold up under distance. Uh, We've also seen them get beat up too. So um, I like the points that he talked about, but I'll tell you what, I I don't understand how you can really do anything to to curb what's going on with the golf ball, um, with equipment, maybe a maybe a tone of equipment down a little bit more, but the long guys are continuing and will continue to be the long guys and uh it's uh i don't, it's an interesting it's an interesting dilemma we 've talked about it many 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 times and and those three points that Brandel came up with I think are really really good and on the right track all right we'll
3: talk about that again if you haven 't seen it, I'd encourage you to go to golf channel and check it out. Let us know what you think on Twitter at real golf. Uh, is where he can find us. But um, I think that the one of the big keys that he said is that his conversation with an equipment engineer that uh-huh. basically said, it doesn't really matter what regulations they come out with. Right. We will find ways to use technology to counter those regulations. Absolutely. I remember when the, the COR was a big deal, the coefficient of restitution. Yep. And they came out with this, Hey, we're going to limit the trampoline effect. We're going to, we're going to put a cap on the size of the driver at four sixty, and you can't have a trampoline effect, the COR that, that exceeds the X. And yep. so we thought, and this was 2004, five, come on. I want to say 2004, five ish, not yep. range. And I thought, well, this is as long as drivers are going to get. <laughs> yeah, Right. You know, Not a uh, I mean, they have found ways to live with to play within the rules and still maximize distance year over year. So, anyway, I I, I agree with that point. These guys get paid a lot of money. They're super smart, and they're going to find ways to do that because for the ninety nine point nine percent of us, we still could use a little extra help there, right? And that becomes exactly. therein becomes an interesting discussion. All right, let's let's right. move on. Major championships this this year, uh, obviously. Great to have Augusta National uh, hosting yep. the Masters at its proper place in April. At least that's the plan for now. I don't see anything changing that part of it. And in fact, Bob, there's uh, the, the word is is that we're going to see a women's amateur as well as a drive, chip, mm-hmm. and putt return this year.
1: Yeah,
5: and that's great. Uh, those things were um, negated last year because of COVID, um, moving the event to November. But it, it will be great to see that event come back in the women's women's amateur game and also the kids as far as the drive chip and putt are concerned. Um, so, yeah, Augusta, Augusta in April. And uh, I think it's going to be, in my opinion, I think it's probably going to be very similar to what we saw um, in April. The thing that's going to be tough is if they do let fans on the golf course it's going to be interesting to see how they get those patrons to um, maybe limit the the time that they can be on the course, and there's only a certain amount that can be on the course per day. It's it's just really going to be tough, I think.
3: Well, it would be great to hear some roars, that's for sure. So yes. we'll see what happens. Uh, who's your early pick for the Masters? Oh, wow. Um, <laughs> Hold that thought. We'll get back to it. PGA uh, championship <laughs> is going to be played at Kiwa Island. Rory McElroy, the last to win there. And you remember, he, uh, I think he broke Jack Nicholas's uh, record when he played there and when he won in Kiwa. So uh, picked yeah. up the two PGAs. Very quickly, and again, a lot of attention will be placed on Rory McIlroy, especially in those first two, uh, being that he needs the Masters to complete the Career Grand Slam, and he will be the last to win the PGA Championship at Kiowa Island. Hasn't won a major championship in seven years. We'll get to Rory coming up, but that will be a great venue. So talk about a a great start, Augusta, Kiowa, and then to the West Coast for the U.S. Open, Torrey Torrey Pine Pine. South. Tiger Woods, you'll remember, 2008, winning that on a broken Mm -hmm. leg.
5: On a broken leg. You think we'll and hear? Then, think we'll uh, see some replay of that? Uh, some of those highlights? <laughs> I think we'll see them all week long, and then finally, as far as the Open Championship is concerned, um, it will be where it was supposed to be played last year, Royal St. George's. So uh, that kind of rounds out uh, the major championships. And that's the worst
3: tragedy of them all. We have to have Royal St. George's back to back years. <laughs> like it's my least favorite golf course. It feels like it requires the most amount of luck. Uh, to win their, the, of any of the golf courses in the British Rota. Also, the Olympics will be played in Tokyo and then the Ryder Cup, again, postponed from last year, will be held over to be played this year at Whistling Straits. So, anyway, we got a lot to get into. Rex Hoggard, Golf Channel, will join us coming up next and we'll hit more of these stories and get into more detail as well. Thanks for joining us kicking off 2021 right here on Real Golf Radio. Hotel Park City, along with the Spa and Ruth's Chris Steakhouse, are open. Parents were tired, forced into homeschooling, juggling work at home and kids at home, well... Take a staycation and escape to Hotel Park City. The pool's open, fitness center, bandanas, grill, Roos the spa, and the golf course. From suites and the cottages that offer private hot tubs on the balcony and three fireplaces, you got to get away. To Hotel Park City, call 435-940-5077. That's 435-940-5077 for reservations today. before you buy it beginners are
5: welcome come and learn from the experts at get some guns and ammo open seven days a week you might know mountain land supply for its plumbing products but did you know mountain land supply also carries landscaping irrigation supplies and tools they can help you design and calculate the exact feet of pipe sprinkler heads and nozzles to use for your yard using smartphone technology you can even control your watering with state-of-the-art controllers for all your landscaping needs
3: sure nothing gets between you and your life focus it's one of those moments you'll always remember
4: now back to real golf radio talking golf back when 300 yard drives were big for real here's brian and bob
3: all right, welcome back to the show. Brian and Bob with you right here on Real Golf Radio. Excited to be kicking off a new year, twenty twenty-one, our twenty-second year of hosting Real Golf Radio. One of our good friends who's been kind enough to join us over the years, Golf Channel senior writer and a good friend of ours, Rex Hoggard. Rex, how are you, man?
8: Twenty-two years. You guys have been legal to drink for a full year. That's all. <laughs>
3: <laughs> you know, it's uh it's been something. I never when we set out on this thing back in nineteen ninety nine, I think the golf channel was about four years, three or four years old at the time, and and we decided, hey, let's do something along these lines, and, and uh, it's been fun. We've had a good run and, and a fun ride, and you know, the best part for me is getting a chance to meet great folks like yourself and be out on the road a little bit. I, I actually don't envy the travel you do. I'm actually quite content to not travel as much as you do, but I know you wish you traveled a little more, especially this week, huh? Uh,
8: yeah, I mean, if you're going to start, you know, nicking off places on the calendar, Maui isn't a bad one. And it's always like, I love doing Maui and it's such a weird thing to say, but I actually enjoy Honolulu. You and I were just talking before we came on. I like to surf. And so actually surfing is better in Honolulu. So the Stony Open is probably more important to me than Maui, but both of them are really cool.
5: So do you go up the North shore and surf?
8: No, I'm not that kind of surfer. (laughs) I'm (laughs) 53 years old. I grew up in Florida. I wish. So I'm, I'm fine in Waikiki. I enjoy myself
3: long board or short board
8: uh the short board but okay. it's gotten long it's gotten a little bit bigger up, every year i get a little bit older it grows about an inch it seems like because that's the weight i put on
3: is oh i see okay i was gonna say is that is, is that a weight thing or is that a skill thing is this kind of like you got to move t- move up tees as you get older or is i mean is that the way surfers measure skill set is the the length of the board Kind of, yes, mm-hmm.
8: exactly. Well, mm-hmm. Once you get to a certain age, and, and actually I've started the paddleboard surf, because then you're standing up when you start anyway. It's, it's what I totally classify as old man surfing. I'll own it, <laughs> and go. I enjoy myself nonetheless.
3: I'm down with that. Have yeah. you ever tried the skimboarding?
8: Uh, I have, yeah. I mean, I grew up in Florida, so we, we did it all. We did wakeboarding, skimboarding, anything that had to do with the water, we were doing it. Gotcha,
3: all right that's cool. Well, good for you. I'm envious. Uh, I haven't, I haven't seen a beach for some time with this COVID travel and, and such, but Hey, you know, one of the things that I love that you guys do at GolfChannel.com is your punch shots. And I thought it was really uh, quite informative and entertaining to watch y'all go back and forth on some of the, the big stories of uh, 2021 and some of the expectations Uh, one of the the first things that was out there was what's going to be the biggest story for 2021. And you were pretty quick to jump out right at COVID-19 still impacting the professional tours. Uh, Tell us what your thoughts are and kind of what we can, what you think we can expect uh, from uh, the way that it'll continue to impact it.
8: Well, we kind of did it on a podcast after we'd already written them. So myself and Ryan Lavner went on the podcast and I did not know what he had written. Uh, He'd had an idea. He got to look at what I had done. So. His was the Ryder Cup, which in, yes. under any of the normal circumstances, I'm always going to agree because the Ryder Cup is always just the one thing at the end of the year we're always talking about. And it's not only proximity-driven. It's not because it happened late in the year. It's because something special happened. I mean, it always seems like there's something that comes from that the matches that we're always talking about. This particular year, even with a Ryder Cup, I just think that going forward, and today was a perfect example. I mean, I, there's going to be things about COVID-19 that are going to continue to impact golf, going to continue to impact our lives on a day-to-day basis. And we certainly saw it in 2020. I don't know if that's going to change in 2021, but I feel like we're getting on the other side of it, where we're starting to talk about when a fan's going to come back. We're starting to talk about what's it going to be like at the Ryder Cup when we have maybe 10,000 people. I mean, that's wishful thinking, but maybe 10,000 people on the golf course. What's it going to be like when we get back to something closer to normal? So that, to me, is a good thing, but I still think it's going to dominate the headline.
5: So so talking about COVID-19, one of the questions you were asked about was full crowds. Um, and how you mentioned 10,000 uh, and the Players' Championship. Um, is, that, is that what you're thinking about as full crowds, or is it going to be full-blown like it's always been? And do, you, do we expect to see anything at Augusta?
8: Uh, my actual answer was I don't think we, we get back to full crowds in 2021. And that's simply – I'm not being pessimistic at all. I just think that given yeah. where we are right now in the state of the universe, I mean, we're going to California in a few weeks. And I'm working on a story right now about how difficult that is for the PGA Tour, given where California right is right now in the pandemic. I mean, it's in a very, very difficult spot. That being said, I do point to the Players' Championship, and it's not about – where it falls on the calendar, as we all know, that was the last event where we had full crowds in March before the pandemic shut everything down. I think it has more to do with location in Florida. I live in Florida. Trust me, I I have a very good understanding of how the government in Florida sort of embraces a little bit more of a progressive approach when it comes to the pandemic. We've already started allowing fans at football games. We've started allowing them at basketball games. So I can imagine but by the time we get here in March, for the Players' Championship, that the government's going to be open to whatever the PGA Tour is going to want to do. That being yeah. said, my guess is it's going to be something close to, I think the number that they're looking at right now for the Waste Management Phoenix Open is around 8,000 a day. And so given that as sort of the benchmark, I think by the time we get to March, I don't know that 10,000 a day, maybe 12,000 a day is out of the question, as long as we continue to move on the timeline that we're moving right now. Will we have a vaccine and where hopefully we're moving in a little bit better direction when it comes to the pandemic.
3: Rex Hogger joining us here from Golf Channel on Real Golf Radio. Um, Yeah, we do hope for the best, and obviously everything has to play out as it needs to, Uh, but it would be good to see. 8,000 fans isn't even enough to fill the 16th green uh, at TPC uh, uh, Scottsdale, so, I mean, there's that, right? Um, Some of the other things that you threw out there uh, that I thought was interesting was um, some of the players. You know, DJ... Justin Thomas, Rory McIlroy, will he finally get a major? Talk about some of the players that intrigue you for
8: this season. Uh, I I think one of the things that we brought up was, will Justin Johnson repeat at Augusta in in April? And uh, this goes along with another question about who who is going to be the player of the year, not so much the player of the year officially on the PGA Tour, but kind of the player of 2021. And I picked DJ simply because when you look at his body of work right now, When you look at statistically, I don't know that anyone is playing the game better than him right now. So I guess my challenge would be, tell me why you would pick anyone else besides DJ right now. And, yes, things will change, and I know players evolve, and sort of form comes and goes. However, I just think DJ is just playing the game at such a level, I find it hard to believe that he would not be the player of 2021. That being said, I did not pick him. To, to win back-to-back at the Masters, which is going to be odd because it's going to be five months apart having played the Masters in November. And that's largely because the, a Masters in April, as we all know, is just different than what it was in November. Yeah. I mean, the golf course plays differently. There's a different vibe to it. Hopefully we'll have fans or patrons there. All of these things that go into it, it it's tall order. There's a reason why there have been only a handful of guys who've gone back-to-back at Augusta National. And I think that pressure and it means a lot. I mean, Dustin talked about it earlier this week in Maui. I mean, that was very, very special to him. And I'm sure the emotions will be evident that particular week. And I just think there, there's so many other guys that will be in contention. I find it hard to believe that he can contend there again.
5: What about uh, what about some of the other players? Um, you, you know, as Brian mentioned, Rory. Um, what about some of the other players? Who Who, um, who are some of the guys – that haven't won a major or that are kind of under the radar that you feel might have a pretty good chance at majors this year?
8: I think when you talk about guys who are under the radar, you start looking at some of the younger players, and certainly a guy like Matthew Wolf, who I don't know if you would really call him under the radar. I mean, he's done some very, very special things in a very short amount of time on the PGA Tour, but when you look at what he did at Wingfoot at the U.S. Open, and I mean, he beat everyone except for Bryson, and Bryson was just special that week. So you would have to look at Matthew and think, yes, There's going to be a golf course. There's going to be a week where he crops up and does something very, very similar to that. Colin Morikawa, who has won a major, but I would think that given his game and given his skill set, I just don't know that you could really count him out on any particular week for any reason other than, okay, he doesn't hit the ball 350 yards, but everything else is very, very good. Uh, You you look at a young player like Victor Hovland. So all of these young guys, I think, are going to – start making the statements at the events that matter. And it's the major championships. That's what we focus on. That's what we talk about. And I think those players know it, and that's where they're going to start making the statement. What do
3: you expect from Rory? I know we've mentioned it a couple times, but directly, he is an interesting story. Uh, Hasn't won a major in seven years. I mean, that is quite remarkable. And, uh, you know, he's been getting a little bit of criticism and that heat is ratcheting up a little bit more and more every single year. Your thoughts on Rory?
8: I think I went to the idea, and, and the question was, will Rory win a major this year and the, uh, throughout the good side seven years? And I said yes. And, I, and I'm always very, very hopeful when it comes to Rory because I am a fan. I mean, I like to stay objective, and I do cover the PGA Tour. However, it, it's hard not to like Rory. I mean, anyone that's had an opportunity to sit and talk to him, it's really hard not to like Rory. And that being said, before the quarantine and before everything shut down in March, he was playing probably some of the best golf of anyone on the planet. He hadn't finished outside the top five through the, the player championship in March and he came back and it, it just didn't feel right. And you could tell that he, he was out of sync that he wasn't comfortable in the golf course. He spoke about it numerous times. He didn't like playing in front of the empty field, like not having fans out there bothered him. He's not the only one that said that, but certainly it was part of it. I think next year, as we get back closer to something normal, however close that might be, I think next year, as we get back to, he's a little bit back more into more of the form that he likes. I still like the skill set. You still have to like the talent. There's nothing about his game that would say, "Oh, he's reaching a point where he can't win anymore." And you start pointing at places, certainly Augusta Astral, where that's the one that stands out. Right? That's the credit mm-hmm. Grand Slam that completes it. I, I really, I still like his chances. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know that I'm going to get to a point in Rory's career for quite a while until I start saying that. Until I get to the point that I would say that, no, he can't win a
5: new week on the PGA tour starting 2021 in January. And of course it's the, the basically the tournament of champions over there in Maui. Uh, one of the new things this week is the pace of play policy. It was supposed to be implemented last year. Um, your thoughts about that policy and what it entails and, uh,
6: the number one gift in this stressful year, relaxation from Homedics, now at up to 30% off. Soothing stress for over 35 years, Homedics is the top home massage products brand with gifts for every aching muscle on your list. With select items up to 30% off and free shipping on orders over $50, holiday supplies won't last. Shop now at H-O-M-E-D-I-C-S dot com. The perfectly relaxing, perfectly giftable gift
9: is at Home dot and major retailers everywhere.
0: For 25 years, people have trusted us for their window replacement needs, and you can too. Call now to learn about our buy four, get the fifth
1: one free window replacement offer. 800-413-6992. 800-413-6992. 800-413-6992. That's 800-413-6992.
2: Interest accrues from date of purchase, but is waived if paid in full within 12 months. Other conditions apply. We've adjusted our operations to serve you safely following all CDC guidelines. Visit RenewalByAnderson.com for details.
10: As a professional painter, you know your customers want a flat finish, but don't want to pay the price of fighting dirt, grime, and scuffs. Use new Bear Ultra Scuff Defense from the Home Depot for a beautiful flat finish, plus stain and scuff defense. And that price starts at just $29.60 a gallon. And that's before the Pro Extra discount. A flat paint that's too tough to scuff. Bare Ultra Scuff Defense. Only at the Home Depot. How doers get more done. Available online and in select stores. Do you have valuable collectibles
11: and worry what will happen if they're stolen? Wax Insurance is a mobile app that allows collectors to take care of all their insurance needs. Whether you collect watches, sports memorabilia, wine, fine art, you name it, Wax makes insuring what you care about incredibly easy. To get an immediate quote, download the Wax Insurance app and use promo code INSURE. Then take a picture of your item and provide some basic information. That's it. No extensive paperwork or need for third-party appraisals. Download the Wax Insurance app and use promo code INSURE sure today how you
5: think it's going to work out
8: i went back to i was kind of writing about this earlier this week and i I went back to some earlier in my career and i would have the the older players or even the older journalists who every time this would come up would just roll their eyes And you guys have been around the game long enough you know this that when pace of play came up there's nothing you know like we've talked ourselves blue in the face like let's just move on it's going to be slow on the pga tour that's just life as it is However, that being said, and it was sort of a confluence of all of these different things that happened at the end of 2019, and I'll point specifically to Bryson DeChambeau and what happened at the Northern Trust, which was the first playoff event, and he got caught on camera taking, I don't know, a little over two minutes to hit a putt. It was an 11-foot putt or something along that, and there was an outcry, and he got defensive, and it became a huge story, and suddenly you could almost see the wheels moving in Ponte Beach at the PGA Tour where suddenly this has become a problem for one of their stars. And it wasn't a good look. And I I will give them credit that they sat down and they came up with a policy that I will say to all of the grizzled veterans that were around early in my career that this can work. And it's just not me saying that. Like, I had a chance to talk to players last fall, and they'd already gotten an idea, a snapshot of what the tour was trying to do, essentially – Instead of focusing on groups, which is what the old policy did. When a group fell out of position, then the whole group got put on the clock and that just created its own set of problems. They focus on the player, and it's all about individual accountability. And I talked to one player, Harris English, last fall. who So if you average over 45 seconds per shot, which is kind of based on a shot link data. So it's, it's quantifiable data. It, then you're put on an observation list, which means that essentially there's always going to be an official there with a stopwatch. And if you take too long on a shot, he's going to let you know about it. And then if you do it again, you're going to get a bad time, and then that can just escalate until finally you get to what everyone says is going to make a difference. It's a stroke. It's a one-stroke penalty. And I talked to Harris about it, and he was told by an official that week that he was taking 44 seconds shot. And they sat down with him and they showed him exactly where he was taking too much time, which is around the green. And for him to explain it to me and say that, look, I needed this. It was an eye-opening experience. I need to improve. I need to get better. It proved to me that this policy, it may not be the panacea. It may not be the silver bullet. However, it's a step in the right direction. And and we've been trying to get, this, get moving in this direction for a long time. So I'll give the tour kudos.
3: I hope it works. I mean, it seems like you're right. As long as we've been doing this, it feels like we've been talking about pace of play and what do you do about it. It does seem to be a problem on the greens. I just still don't see a situation coming down the stretch in a major championship that someone's going to get a bad time on the green when he's got a putt to, you know, take a one shot lead with two to play in the Masters, for instance. Uh, Is there some leniency for those situations?
8: I don't know if there would be leniency for a particular situation with a player coming down late in a tournament. I will say that the WGCs and the major championships, which are kind of governed by different bodies as we all know, they are not going to adhere to the exact policy that's being used this week, for example, in Maui. However, I will I will be curious that if you end up with a player that's coming down late who it's going to be obvious who the players are on the observation list because they're always going to have an official around them with a stopwatch. And if that player in in a particular situation comes down the stretch, and I'll go back to let's go back to JB Holmes a few years ago at Toy Pines, Well I'll remember that where were Sunday afternoon and he took forever to hit a shot on on eighteen with with the tournament on line. And I think that it, it will be interesting to see how the tour handles that because the only way this policy works is if it's equally applied across the board.
3: Well, Rex, thanks so much for taking some time. We wish you a happy new year, and uh, sorry you're not in Maui uh, this week, but uh, you know what? Florida's not a bad consolation either.
8: No. It is not. I'll take it in even with 60 degrees, 65 degrees, I think it was today. So I'll suffer through that.
3: That would be vacation weather for those of us in Utah. So uh, yes. we'll,
8: we'll stay <laughs> envious of that
3: uh, much. So Well, we'll see how it all unfolds. Thanks so much, Rex. We appreciate it, man. Thanks, boys. See you soon. There you go. Rex Hoggard, Golf Channel, joining us right here on Real Golf Radio. Short break. We'll talk about this and much more next as the show continues.
4: You're listening to Real Golf Radio. Now back to Brian and Bob.
3: Welcome back to the show. It's brought to you in part by Black Desert Resort. This is an all-new Scottsdale-style resort that's cropping up in St. George, Utah. I'll tell you what, it features a Tom Weiskopf championship golf course. It's going to have a hotel, world-class dining and uh, shopping, residential villages, spa. Uh, I mean, this is a fantastic new property going up in southern Utah. Check it out at blackdesertresort.com, exclusive real estate opportunities are available now. All right, we thank uh, Rex Hoggard for spending some time with us here on Real Golf Radio. Always good to visit with Rex. Didn't know he was such a surfer guy. How about that? 53 <laughs> years young, and he's still out there rocking the surf. Well done, Rex. Uh, I think Rex has always done a really nice job. He's always been a very very good professional. One of the things that yep. he mentioned was that he's a fan of Rory McIlroy, and you and I have said this. You know, it's, it's hard. Like Rex said, it is hard not to be a fan of Rory and yes. when you start talking about punch shots, and again, if you go to golfchannel.com and look for their punch shots, Ryan Lavner, Rex Hoggard, and I think Brentley Romine, they were all weighing in on these various topics and, and storylines going into 2021. I found them pretty entertaining and informative. And so we wanted to chime in on those as well. But, you know, when, when he says, will Rory win a major championship? It is hard in, in 2021. It's hard to, at the beginning of any year, to say Rory's not going to be in the mix in majors or Rory won't or can't win a major championship. I don't know what it is, Bob. I don't know what it is that has kept him from winning another one for seven years. That's quite a drought,
5: huh? Especially
3: when he started so hot.
5: And yet, it's it's, go ahead. ahead. No, it's really quite a drought. Um, Not something that we would expect to see out of him with his talent.
3: Well, you've always talked about Rory's up and down sort of yes. trends, but this is different, right? This is as from a major championship standpoint. This this is almost uh, un- really hard to believe. He's been so dominant at times, and I thought it was a good point that uh, um, that Rex made that uh, you know Rory's game was really as good as anybody or better than everybody mm-hmm. before the pandemic hit.
5: Yeah, uh, top five finishes in his first four starts in 2020. I think five. Didn't he have five straight top fives? Uh, it could have been, and you know he was just he was just kicking it off. And you know when you when you think of Rory McIlroy, uh, the only major that he needs to win, as far as the career Grand Slam is concerned, and that really kind of etches you in history in the game of golf, is um, the Masters. So. Um, not only is it the Masters, but winning the major. I think Rory puts a little bit too much pressure on himself right now. Um, where when he was younger as a kid, I think he was just kind of freewheeling it and enjoying the game and enjoying everything that he was going, that w- that in- was involved in winning golf tournaments and winning major championships. Uh, so I, th- I think uh, Rory's got to get back to maybe that kid that uh, first came out on the PGA tour lots happened since then. Um, and he's, you know, he's got a lot of that, uh, those memories that, that are kind of tough for him, uh, especially when it comes to the masters and the first time he played there. But I think Rory's uh, a guy that you would pick every year at Augusta because we want to see him win. I, we like him as much as anybody else does. We want to see him win the masters. We want to see another person get the career grand slam. Um, and and I would pick I would pick that one um, as compared to some of the other ones uh, as far as for 2021.
3: So you would pick you you would you would throw Rory out there for Masters champion. Uh huh. All right. Yep. Well, you I mean let's face it. A couple of years ago, you had everyone winning career Grand Slams. So of course <laughs> <laughs> I want to see <laughs> including it, including <laughs> Phil Mickelson at Wingfoot. So yes. I mean, you know what can you say? But yep. Uh. All right. So. Uh, as far as punch shots go, one of that they mentioned was, will DJ defend his master's title? And most of them, and Rex said, no. Um, I think most of them said no. And I, I get the the history. One of the great things about going to the masters every year and watching that tournament is you can go back to historical data and it does sort of paint a picture. And when someone yeah. does something that is rises above that historical data, it's noteworthy and special. And so, That's why it was so unique what DJ was able to do. But again, there's always going to be an asterisk with DJ's win because it was played in November, and that's never happened before. Do I think he can win in April? Yeah, I would pick DJ to win in April too. I think the year he fell down the stairs, he would have won. So he was playing that good. He was playing as good as he was at the end of 2020. And so I do think he can repeat. The difference why people don't want to say that is because guys that have repeated, you're talking about Tiger Woods, Mm -hmm. Nick Faldo, Mm And is that it? Jack Nicholas And Jack. Okay. Yep. There you go. So those are some phenomenal players. It just doesn't happen very often. No, it doesn't. Now, the one thing you could lean in the direction of saying this would be easier for him to repeat is it's only a five-month break instead of a 12-month break, right? Right. And DJ still has all the tools. He's going to have all the feels. He's going to be riding high going back to Augusta as the... You know, the the champ. Um, he still
5: doesn't know what he's going to have for his champion's dinner yet.
3: I'm just impressed that they were asking him already. Like, those guys, yeah. look, I'm as master's crazy as anybody, but really? You're already pounding the guy first time you see him? About what he's serving in April?
5: I think he should <laughs> serve a low country boil. Do you? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Seafood. He says he's got a lot of
3: options, so he wasn't <laughs> going to throw anything out there. Yeah. But... Yeah, we'll, we'll see. I, I, So I do. I do think DJ could defend. Um, is it likely historic, history would say no? But right. I don't think there is a better player in the game right now than Dustin Johnson, so why not?
5: Well, and he's proven that um, with, of course, winning the Masters in November, how he finished off his year when he came back. Um, and let's not forget, he had a couple of tournaments where he shot 78s and 80s um, and struggled during that that time when he came back, but then he, he got on a tear. The interesting thing about golf, and it always is an interesting thing about golf. Um, you can play great one week and not play so good the next week. And there's been some time off and we're still four months away from Augusta. So what remains to be seen is how he plays in the events that he plays leading into the masters. And if he's on fire and he continues to, uh, Keep playing the way he play, finished off at the end of last year,
3: we know how much it means to him based on the emotion he showed i don 't think there's any let up in him. he said he's this week that he still feels like he 's in his twenties and so right. i I just expect that that it wouldn't wouldn't surprise me if d j reeled off you know a brooks like run of major championships mm-hmm. i I still think if you 're going to ask me. I still think that DJ is more talented than Brooks. Even though Brooks did what he did and sort of left DJ in the dust, the consistency over the 20 years, you know, not quite 20 years, but whatever it is, 14, 15, 16 years, has been there for DJ. And he, I don't think anybody would suggest that Dustin Johnson has exceeded or reached his potential. I think he's got a lot more in the tank, and so that's why I think he goes out and wins more major championships. I'd be shocked if he didn't pick one up. Uh,
5: yeah. this year
3: he's a perfect. He's well, perfect for Torrey Pines,
5: also. Yeah, he is. He is great for Torrey Pines, and and he would be definitely one that you would want to see. And he's a
3: South Carolina native, so watch yep. out for Kiowa. So I, I yep. think he's definitely yep. set up. Um, so this kind of jumps into: Will Rory win his first major in seven years? Uh, you and I are both going to say yes.
5: Yes, I agree. Why not? I think Rory
3: will. Because we're fans. Yep, we are fans. <laughs> <laughs> And he has the game. I, don't, I think he's far from done as well. And you know what? Don't forget, he, had a, he, he and his wife had a baby last year. They mm-hmm. went through COVID. There was a lot of uncertainty. I'm sure his mind was you know, in, in a lot of different places. A lot th- of things can be settled now, and we'll see. Hopefully he'll be able to go out and, and play his best golf.
5: Well, and one more thing about Rory. Um, you know, we've talked about majors. He's going to get his next major. Can Rory this year, this year, become lifetime exempt on the PGA tour with 20 wins. Mm. So that might be another thing to watch. All
3: right. We'll keep an eye on that one as well. All right. Real quickly in the last second um, we have here before we go to break, uh, who has, I'm, I'm going to do a bunch of who has a better year, but I want to throw this one at you real quick. Who has a better year, Tiger or Phil? <laughs> I mean, Tiger, but, but how are you going to define that? Right? Because Phil could win two majors on the champions tour and six times, so is that a better no, year we're than Tiger? Ty-
5: PGA Tour because Phil can't play on the ch- or Tiger can't play on the Champions Tour. It's only the PGA Tour, right? But if Phil
3: has an eight win season on the Champions Tour, if, and Tiger has a one win season on the PGA Tour, is that a better year? Tiger's going to have a better year. Just straight up, straight up. He's not working on hitting high nasty bombs like Phil
5: is. Well, that's okay. (laughs) Okay.
3: All right. We'll take a short break. We'll come back. Uh, Thanks for joining us. Brian and Bob kicking off 2021. Love to hear from you at real golf is a Twitter handle back after this. Before you buy it, beginners are welcome. Come and learn from the experts at Get Some Guns & Ammo, open seven days a week.
5: 2020 has been a lesson in the unexpected, but the real estate market has adapted to the new normal. I'm Bob Casper from Real Golf Radio and the Casby Real Estate Group. With trends we've seen and the COVID vaccine, it helps us to make predictions for 2021. So here's what you can expect. Interest rates will continue to be low. Home values and prices will continue to rise for now. And there's going to be more new construction. No one can predict the future. But we have the experience to develop a unique plan just for you. So let's talk. Send an email to Bob at com. That's Bob at K-A-S-B-Y realestate.com. Temperatures are dropping, and you know what that means. Frozen pipes, busted sprinklers, and worse. Turn to the experts at Mountainland Supply to get you the right products for your yard. That will last this time. Mountainland Supply is an exclusive Rainbird golf distributor in Utah. That means the golf pros and superintendents trust Mountainland Supply and Rainbird for their sprinklers, controllers, pipe, and everything they need to irrigate their golf courses. Shop where the pros shop. Go to mountainlandsupply.com
3: Finally, I had LASIK surgery from Hoops Vision. This was a game changer. No more contacts, no more solution, no more glasses.
4: You're listening to Real Golf Radio. Now back to Brian and Bob. All right, wrapping up hour number one, thanks to Rex
3: Hoggard. Still to come on the back nine, hour number two, our good friend, America's Favorite Caddy. If you haven't heard him, you're in for a treat. He's the best. He'll join us and we'll continue these conversations. We'll go through the punchline as well. Really, you think Tiger's going to have a better year than Phil? Oh, I do. Any chance Tiger's not on the Ryder Cup team?
5: Oh, wow. He currently ranks 17th right now and they've got and Steve Stricker has six captain's picks. So um, it's going to be pretty interesting to see. I mean, if Tiger is trending good, he has a chance He's to win some golf tournaments, and he's playing well, I don't see how you don't pick him. Royal
3: Melbourne. That's all I have to say. Royal That's right. Melbourne. The way Tiger played at the President's Cup, you got to pick him. He'll absolutely be on the Ryder Cup team. Stay tuned. Hour number two. The Back Nine is next.
11: Listening to the Sports Byline USA Broadcast
13: Network.
9: USA Radio
14: News
15: with Lance Pride. President Trump condemned Wednesday's violence at the Capitol building.
14: President Trump has condemned the Wednesday protest at Capitol Hill that turned into a riot with the Capitol building stormed by protesters. In a video shared on social media, the president promised that those who broke the law would face justice. America is and must always be a nation of law and order. The demonstrators who infiltrated the Capitol have defiled the seat of American democracy. To those who engaged in the acts of violence and destruction, you do not represent our country. And to those who broke the law, you will pay. From the USA Radio News Ohio Bureau, I'm Dan Naraki. Three, two, one,
12: zero. Ignition.
15: SpaceX kicked off what is expected to be another launch packed year by delivering a Turkish communications satellite to orbit Thursday night. This is USA Radio News.
12: Balance of Nature's fruits and vegetables in a capsule, changing the world one life at a time.
13: The product that you have given me here is, as far as I'm concerned, sent to me from heaven. I love it a great deal. It's hard to find anything that's real nowadays. I enjoy it immensely. It's making my life so much better. I feel so much better. And during this pandemic, I have no worries whatsoever. My immune system has got to be at a top-notch level. I don't seem to get colds or anything. I don't know what getting sick is anymore. This is so cool.
12: Experience the Balance of Nature difference for yourself. Right now, Balance of Nature is offering free shipping and 35% off on any new preferred order. Call 800-246-8751. That's 800-246-8751. Or by going to balanceofnature.com. And make sure to receive this special radio offer by using discount code USA.
15: The man convicted of murdering three people and severely wounding another 260-plus is suing the federal government. Jakar Sarnev, convicted of the Boston Marathon bombing in 2013, says the confiscation of a white baseball cap and a bandana and a limit of three showers a week as part of his alleged mistreatment that he claimed contributed to his mental and physical decline. He's demanding $250,000. Capitol Police Chief Stephen Sun announced his resignation Thursday after protesters overran his officers and prompted condemnations from lawmakers on both sides of the aisle in Washington, including a call for him to step down by House Speaker Nancy Pelosi. Five people in all died in Wednesday's violence. Capitol Police shot and killed an unarmed Air Force veteran. The unidentified officer has been placed on administrative leave and an investigation has begun. A Capitol Police officer also died after suffering a stroke perhaps brought on by being hit in the head with a fire extinguisher earlier in the riot. USA Radio News.
10: At the American Veterinary Medical Association annual convention in Washington, D.C., I spoke with Dr. John Howe, AVMA president, about One Health.
14: One Health is really a collaboration between physicians and veterinarians or public health officials. For example, in Minnesota, our state public health veterinarian deals with zoonotic diseases, rabies, for example. Animals are sentinels for humans, and humans are sentinels for some infections in
10: animals. There's more valuable information at avma.org.
15: President Trump condemned the rioters involved with storming Capitol Hill on Wednesday.
14: Now Congress has certified the results. A new administration will be inaugurated on January. 20th. My focus now turns to ensuring a smooth, orderly and seamless transition of power. This moment calls for healing and reconciliation. 2020 has been a challenging time for our people. A menacing pandemic has upended the lives of our citizens. Isolated millions in their homes, damaged our economy and claimed countless lives. Defeating this pandemic and rebuilding the greatest economy on earth will require all of us working together. It will require a renewed emphasis on the civic values of patriotism, faith, charity, community, and family. We must revitalize the sacred bonds of love and loyalty that bind us together as one national family. To the citizens of our country, serving as your president has been the honor of my lifetime. And to all of my wonderful supporters, I know you are disappointed But I also want you to know that our incredible journey is only just beginning. Thank you. God bless you. And God bless America.
15: The president reaffirmed a peaceful transfer of power on the 20th and that all those involved with the rioting will be brought to justice. Thanks for listening. We are USA Radio News. I'm Lance Pry.
4: the second nine the finishing holes the closing stretch it starts now here's the back nine our number two of real golf radio with the steady stripe it down the middle make every putt because it's in your blood bob casper and that better lucky than good handled dragon flipper brian taylor here's brian and bob Welcome in. It's the
3: Back Nine, hour number two of Real Golf Radio. I'm Brian Taylor. He's Bob Casper. Dave Glauser's our producer, and we appreciate you joining us here. On the show, however you are accessing it, on uh, SiriusXM, iHeartRadio, one of our traditional radio stations, or your favorite podcast or site. You can also uh, catch up and download all of the segments and interviews on our Twitter page, at Real Golf, and uh, at Real Golf Radio on the other social channels. Thanks for being a part, and thanks for being with us. You know, uh, at the beginning of 2020, we went back and replayed that as we did a wrap-up of 2020, mm-hmm. because certainly it's so much changed But I had this really well-prepared, really energetically delivered open to 2020. This is going to happen. This is on tap. This is going to be incredible. (laughs) And it all fizzled out because of COVID. So I decided this year I'm not going that direction. Maybe I'm a little jaded. I'm keeping it low-key here on the Opens and my expectations for 2021. That does not mean I'm not excited to watch what's about to unfold because we've got some great uh, venues to host major championships. We mentioned, obviously, the Masters being back in its normal place. Kiowa Island hosting the PGA. Torrey Pines hosting the U.S. Open. Royal St. George's hosting the Open. I don't think there's any reason or that you would leave him off. I, to me, there's just I don't think you could find and make a case that there are 12 better players to have uh, on your team than Tiger Woods.
5: Well, and you mentioned Royal St. George's and how he played there, you know, and he teamed great with Justin Thomas. Um, Royal Melbourne. and Royal Melbourne, sorry. Um, he teamed great with Justin Thomas. He was the captain. He was playing in the event. And um, right now he's just slated to be a vice captain. You can't put Tiger in there if he's not playing well, in my opinion. You keep him as the vice captain. But if he's playing well, um, if he's continuing continuing in tournaments and has a chance to win, or if not win, then definitely Tiger is on the list.
3: All right, uh, we'll see how it goes. You know, coming up this hour, we're going to welcome in America's favorite caddy. We'll talk to him about Brandel's article on "We don't need to roll back; we need to combat distance on the PGA Tour." through a change in agronomy. So we're going to talk to right. the caddy about that. Also, we're going to continue on our punch shots and big stories, what to watch for in 2021 next, right here on Real Golf Radio. How did Callaway create their most advanced tour ball ever? They took Chrome Soft, the ball that changed the ball, and started from scratch, re-engineering every aspect of Chrome Soft from cover to core to make their best performing tour ball even better. Callaway invested significantly in their U.S.-based golf ball facility in Chicopee, Massachusetts in order to achieve the next level of innovation. There, they built the new Chrome Soft with a larger dual soft fast core, a new high-speed mantle system, and a thinner urethane cover to deliver an unmatched combination of speed consistency spin and control for complete performance and now the new 2020 chrome soft and chrome soft x are both available with alignment enhancing triple track technology so you'll have that performance lined up from t to green this ball changes everything get your new chrome soft or chrome soft x golf balls today at CallawayGolf.com. When it comes to putting, alignment is arguably the most important
5: part of the equation. Which is why Odyssey continues to set the standard for performance with the new triple track putters. Three distinct alignment lines are now centered on every triple track putter head. It's shocking how much easier it is to get it
3: lined up. You know, it's the same visual technology used to land jets on aircraft carriers. It's that reliable and that accurate. And once you're lined up correctly, you can focus on making a great stroke with the Stroke Lab shaft.
5: Get lined up with the new triple track putters. At OdysseyGolf.com,
3: odyssey the number one putter in golf
0: you might remember our supercomputer that number crunching golf junkie that harnessed its ai brilliance to create flash Fates, a technology that unlocked performance never before seen in a driver well after our supercomputer nailed the whole making a driver go farther thing we gave it a new challenge to design faces for the number one irons of golf so our Maverick engineers meticulously programmed our supercomputer. It was churning and machine learning until... BOOM! Maverick Irons! A breakthrough in iron construction with uniquely designed faces throughout every set. Highly optimized performance for every type of player. We're talking explosive distance, incredible ball speed, and pin-seeking control. As for the supercomputer, It's training for its next assignment. Maverick from Callaway,
3: the number one irons in golf. unlike anything you've experienced before
4: now back to real golf radio with brian and bob welcome back to the show
3: brian and bob with you hey for those of you who are locals here in our utah area a uh, little little special going on with hotel park city you can uh, take advantage of a, a unique locals only opportunity to get out and uh, your family can be together at Hotel Park City this winter. So you got to give them a call, 435-940-5077, 435-940-5077. It's the best winter value they've ever offered for locals uh, during the 2020-21 winter season, and it's for a limited time for guests that are not able to stay multiple nights. Check it out, 435-940-5077. And by the way, the rest of you, if you're looking for a little getaway, you want to come enjoy the greatest snow on earth, book yourself a night at the Hotel Park City. You can thank yeah. us later. It's pretty no doubt. spectacular. Um and 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 there's a Ruth Chris in the hotel. I will be staying there this weekend actually, celebrating yes. my wife's birthday and having Ruth Chris to celebrate her as well. Nice. So, it's become our little go-to. We like it and uh, it is just a it's a little bit of a paradise up in the mountains, a nice little getaway. Uh, check it out at Hotel Park City uh, online. All right, let's get into some of these punch shots, Bob. Um, The PGA Tour is playing this week at uh, at Maui, Kapalua. Uh, Winners-only event has been expanded to those who were at the Tour Championship as well. So a few extra names in there if you're just wondering what's going on. You can check that out. Golf Channel's got the coverage for the weekend. We're going to get into this distance discussion with the caddy coming up here in about seven, eight minutes. But let's go back to this Golf Channel's punch shots for 2021. I thought they did a great job. Rex Hogger joined us in the first hour. We've already gone through, will DJ defend the Masters title? Uh, Bob, I said that he absolutely could defend the Masters title, but you're picking Rory to win, so you're going to be a no on DJ defending his Masters title.
5: Definitely. I'm okay. going to be a no on Dustin Johnson. It's it's tough to come back, even though it's five months. It's tough to come back and win another Masters Uh, But I will say this. One thing he has going on his side is he won and got the emotional part of it out of the way. Mm. Now he can freewheel it going from now on as a Masters champion, knowing that he's going to play there every year, which, of course, he was going to be. um, But he doesn't have the pressure put on himself to get his first green jacket.
3: Okay, that's fair enough. Um, Where does he rank? As far as quality of uh, caliber of player was the word I was looking for mm-hmm. of recent Masters winners, uh, obviously Tiger slipped the green jacket on him, and he is right. you know the second most prolific Masters champion in Masters history. Mm-hmm. Um, but outside of that, it feels like that you know there have been guys that have jumped up and and won the Masters that you know you wouldn't necessarily have expected um right. but what are your what are your uh, what are your thoughts on where dj ranks as one of the most prolific winners in masters history
5: well we've talked about his ability to win golf tournaments every year and he's done it every year since he's been on the pga tour he's at 22 wins now he has two major championships he is a lifetime member of the pga tour now because he he eclipsed the 20 Win Mark. And there are not a lot of people in today's game that do that have done that. Dustin Johnson is the most recent to do that. And so as far as prolific player to win the masters, he is definitely on the list. He is definitely on the list of a guy that has shown and proved that he can win and win lots of golf tournaments and and win major championships with the U.S. Open and the Masters.
3: It is interesting to talk about, right? I mean, out before, you know, you got DJ and Tiger winning the last two, and then you got Patrick Reed, Sergio Garcia, Danny Willett, Jordan Spieth, Bubba Watson, Adam Scott, Bubba Watson, Charles Schwartzel, Phil Mickelson. That that takes you back to the last 10 years. Mm-hmm. I would say on that list, I would put Dustin Johnson third. Really? Behind Tiger and Phil.
5: Well, I, I agree with you because Tiger is... Tiger's the gun that the one that's the most prolific, um, and then Phil Mickelson, of course, he's won forty plus events and and his his what five he's won majors, three times, three at times Augusta and 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 here you have Dustin Johnson. So uh, Dustin Johnson's won half the events that uh, that Phil has won and half the majors, less than half the majors that he's won. So yeah, Tiger, Tiger won, Phil Mickelson number two. Dustin Johnson, number three. And if you're talking about guys that aren't in their, like the peak of their careers or the latter part of their careers, Phil is, you know, 50 now. Um, Tiger is 45 now, just turned 45. Dustin Johnson, I think, is the guy that is the best of the rest.
3: Yeah. And if you go back 20 years, go back to 2000, that includes VJ Singh. VJ yep. had a better career than what DJ's had so far. So you would put him fourth, but that's how that's how impressive Dustin Johnson is. In the last twenty Masters champs, you would put him as four behind Tiger, Phil, and VJ. So I mean, that's that's pretty impressive. And who knows when it's all said and done perhaps DJ gets up there and, and eclipses uh, VJ-type right. numbers. But he's obviously, he's going to have to play well for a long time with some longevity to be able to do that. Mm-hmm. All right, uh, And he has.
5: yeah, And he has so far.
3: He has. All right, so with that, let's transition to one of the punch shots off Golf Channel. Who's going to have the better year, DJ or JT? Dustin Johnson or Justin Thomas? I think those are the two wow. guys right now that are number one and two in the, in the game.
5: I agree with you. Um, I think it's going to be Dustin Johnson. I think he's going to continue on the same type of track that he has. Um, I think he, he understands and he's matured and he, and he understands what he needs to do to keep where he's at. And I think Justin Thomas um, is going to push him. I think he's going to push him to be way better. And uh, it's almost going to be like a tiger field type of a situation with those two of us um, and Dustin Johnson and Justin Thomas. So um, Dustin, uh, Justin's going to push him along. Dustin's going to continue to play well. And Justin's going to pick, you know, pick away at him and get his wins along the track. And I wouldn't be surprised if he wins a major this year as well.
3: It's hard because you want to say, and the easy answer is DJ, but we've noticed in the game of golf, if you're paying attention and keeping score at home, that this thing is very cyclical. Um, yep. Even DJ, who's the most steady player in the last decade on the PGA Tour, hasn't really had any huge runs per se. He's had some mini runs. He's won three or four times, and you know, and that type of thing. But you see what Brooks did. Mm-hmm. You see what Rory did. You mm-hmm. see what Jordan Spieth did, and then they're gone, right? And I'm not saying Bryson. I mean, um, uh, Brooks can't come back and have right. another you know, win more majors anymore than right. I don't think Rory's done winning majors or Jordan of for that matter is right. done winning majors but it's hard to even though it's easy to say god we just watched what DJ did and he's on top of his game so but Justin Thomas has so much game and so much fire he's, he's younger young.
5: he has youth on his side that's too. it
3: exactly so I, I tend to think that as much as I, I think DJ is going to continue his his play, I, I'm going to throw Justin Thomas. I think the guy is hungry. He's been under the tutelage of Tiger Woods now for a few years. Uh, it's a Ryder Cup year. I really, I really think if, when it's all said and done, you measure it straight up by performance and results, I think JT is going to get the better of DJ uh, at the end of this year. Let me throw one that's a little bit uh, uh, on the opposite end of that one. Who's going to have a better year, Jordan Spieth or Ricky Fowler? And I'll start by setting this up. Ricky Fowler made less than a million dollars last year in 14 events, right. two, He had two top tens in 14 events. Jordan mm-hmm. Smith, Smith played 17 events and had three top tens and just 1.1 million. Both of those are the lowest win totals that they've had essentially in their careers since right. they started playing full schedules on the PGA tour. Um, bit surprising i think for both of them we we know it's been well documented that jordan has been in a uh, in a slump and he's been struggling ricky fowler doesn't get necessarily the same coverage for a quote-unquote slump and maybe that's because he's yet to win a major championship and maybe he shouldn't even be mentioned in the same category as a guy like jordan spieth who has won majors and is super successful so that said both very very popular players who has a better 2021
5: well, I think, uh, if you look at what they did last year, you, you said the numbers, um, and the money, uh, Ricky Feller is number 56 in the world right now. He dropped out of the top 50. Um, and, uh, Jordan Speeth is number 85 in the world. That's That's amazing. crazy. That's 85. Amazing. Wow. Um, I think, I think we're going to re- see a resurgence this year from both of them, but I think, uh, I think. Jordan Spieth's going to get the better of him.
3: Both really kind of unique swings, right? Different than what you would see from some of the other guys. Does that play into right. it that maybe the lack of consistency for those two?
5: No, I don't necessarily believe that. Okay. I just think, uh, I just think uh, the focus, um, quit searching, um, get out there and play golf and uh, and play, um, like you're a winner and and you've done it before. And I think those guys will come along okay caddy's going to join us coming up next we want to talk
3: about this distance discussion we've got another distance report coming out from the usga and the rna in march so we'll get the caddy's take on that still we have to debate the biggest story of 2021 and the biggest storyline from the Ryder cup we'll talk about all that as we continue thanks for joining us it's 2021 kickoff show right here on real golf radio (laughs) Before you buy it, beginners are welcome. Come and learn from the experts at Get Some. Guns and Ammo, open seven days a week. Finally, I had LASIK surgery from Hoops Vision. This was a game changer. No more contacts, no more solution, no more glasses. Instantly, I could see. It was so easy.
4: Now, back to Real Golf Radio, talking golf back when 300 yard drives were big. For real. Here's Brian and Bob. All right, welcome
3: back to Real Golf Radio. Brian and Bob with you here, and uh, we appreciate you spending some time as we kick off 2021. And we're welcome, or we're pleased to welcome back the guy that joins us each and every week here on Real Golf Radio. He's simply known as America's Favorite Caddy.
4: There are bag rats. And then there are caddies, pro jocks who are legends in caddy shacks across the PGA Tour.
6: While we can neither confirm nor
4: deny the existence of this legendary looper, here he is, the Caddy on Real Golf Radio. Yeah, Caddy joins us
3: weekly right here on Real Golf Radio, and it's great to have him back here for another year. Caddy, Happy New Year, my
13: friend. Happy New Year. I I think it's the, I'm looking forward to the new year whenever it starts.
3: Well, oh, you're, you're not recognizing
13: it yet? <laughs> no, I'm not. I've not yet recognized the new year. I didn't
3: realize there was, but I know I'm, there's a Chinese new year that's a different calendar. I didn't realize there was a Caddy new year that had a different calendar.
5: Or he's, you know, he's thinking a, about the COVID new year. COVID new year. When does COVID
13: new year start? That's what I want to
5: know. When but anyway, it, I... When it gets better and we get closer to normal. That's right. But I digress. Um, let's, uh, we're
13: talking distance. I know that because... I'm omniscient, I know everything. So my 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 statement right off the top of the bat is why do we have why do we think we have a problem with distance? What's the problem? We're watching let's let's say it's probably fair to argue that the distance issue really is only an issue at the very, very small top echelon of the best Correct. players in the game.
5: I agree. Okay.
13: Okay, so let's continue from there. So right away, we say we don't have a distance problem for almost everybody playing golf. It's not a problem at all, right? Okay, cool. The game's hard. Nobody's sitting at Miles, who's a normal golfer. The hybrid clubs that come along and make it easier. I got a buddy who's one of the best senior amateurs in Southern California. His first iron in his bag, he's got hybrids all the way to a, it's either a seven or an eight iron is his first iron. Yeah. And he's one of the best. I, he The guy can hit it. He's good. But yep. there you go. Anyway, let's go back now to the, to the top echelon of the game where there's been a big effect, which is obvious. Okay. Well, we all watch golf on TV mostly. That's mostly what we do is watch these guys at that level on golf. Has there anything that's gone on in the last several years that's been less entertaining about watching golf on TV?
3: No, I agree with you. Uh, we've had this discussion in the past, Caddy. It guys don't want to come on the PGA Tour and watch guys hit at 250 yards. They love coming in and watching guys hit at 350 yards.
13: Yeah, it's all kind of relative, whether it's 250 or 350 or whatever. Until you start driving it over the greens on par fives, it's all just kind of or driving lots of par fours. It's all right. kind of just relative. But my point is, I, I'm going to tell you that I I, I don't. Now, I would like to see golf played a little bit more like it was when I was growing up, but let's throw that out. The bottom line is, if you just objectively ask in the court of law, your honor, has this damaged the game at the pro level for enjoyment to watch and play? I don't think so. I think you got – look at the crop of players who are at the top of the game. Um, They're all good personalities. We've had great runs, and all this has happened in this – bomber era and stuff. So uh, I'm just going to offer that. I don't really feel there's damage that's been done. Now you could argue they've obsoleted the classic golf courses. They're flying it over bunkers. It's just not like it used to be. Well, that's true. But I'll also say that the score is on a heck of a lot different either. The score that Bryson DeChambeau shot to win the U.S. Open at Wingfoot was not, it's like almost identical to 1984 when Fuzzy won, wasn't it? Or yeah. one of those years. I mean, Close. it wasn't 1974, yep. but it was right there with 84. You looked at the board, I'm like, wow, there were like two guys under par, just like there were at this one, and, you know, whatever. It just, it, it, I was like, well, the scores were, the first round scores were pretty impressive because you shot the lowest score ever shot at Wingfoot and there were five guys in there. But by the end of the week, it's kind of the same old leaderboard from 30 years ago. Yeah. Let me give
3: you, let me so, take it a step further. Caddy, you, you hit on something that's really interesting. The, why do guys like to go to watch professional sports? They like to see things that they don't, that, that, that amazes them. That's do. impressive. Right. Yep. Let's go right. to the NBA. Mm-hmm. What What is the NBA game? There's two, there's two shots in the NBA. There's the Three dunk. Pointer and dunk. That's it. Yep. And does anyone, do you, does, does sports center ever show anything? That's not a, Three pointer or a dunk. I mean, that's the bottom okay. line. So, you know, you could say, well, geez, you know, the old George Gervin, Iceman, finger roll is just a thing of the past. Okay, I, there is something cool about that, but I don't think we want to just necessarily have everybody go back and make dunking illegal just so we can see George Gervin moves. And I or think- take
5: away the three point line.
3: Right, I you know back to Bob Cousy days when he didn't have a three. So, going with that same understanding, do you really want to roll these guys back to where they're hitting it? You know, especially if you had bifurcation, you would be rolling it back to say, "Hey, these guys are now hitting the same as I am because they're hitting a limited ball or a limited driver."
13: Yeah, I don't. Um, but the, the the big takeaway I'm 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 you know getting on here is that it's not causing a problem in the game the the problem it's causing is that people are feeling the need to to rebuild all these classical golf courses and jack the tees back 7000 yards and things like that um you know that and that does kind of stink that that's the one effect no question that's just a physical effect uh, that is a reality at that very level that affects about 20 golf courses in the entire world over the last 10 years.
5: Exactly. Right? Mm-hmm, exactly.
13: I mean, really, Augusta, or less. maybe Marion did a little bit here and there with some tees. Uh, Firestone always had room to jack them back, and they did. But it's... Story it Pines, yeah. Yeah, I don't think it's as quite as much of a problem as... as the, the thing is, everybody at that top level of the game is, is really focused and involved at the very tiny top level of the game. And so that's where the big change is. So it it makes you think, oh, my gosh, this is a huge thing. When it's really not a huge thing in the game in general, it's just a huge thing at the very tiny top of the game. But having having said all that, I'd love to see the ball rolled back for them and the, the guys have to play a different game than they're playing now. But that's because I'm a grumpy old man who grew up with the game played in a certain way, and it's now played differently. And OK, OK, well,
3: Katty, let me let me you know, let me interject here for just a second. So if we go to this a roll, I don't know how you stop
13: me. But, I don't know how you're yep. on.
3: You're on a roll back. Uh, that's what you're on. <laughs> okay. Um, <laughs> but Brandel, Brandel made the, the comment. I know you've read a little bit of the article that we don't need to roll back. And the way you combat distance on the PGA Tour is through agronomy. And he said that he puts the blame on course, speed and setup. Fairway heights have decreased from three fourths of an inch to three sixteenths of an inch. And he, he talked about how if you were to roll, revert back to those three-fourths of an inch, which is basically 1980 fairway lengths, right? it would limit drives 6 to 12 yards. And, and so that's kind of where he's saying. His conclusion is higher fairways, higher rough, and higher greens will solve most of golf's problems. I just – I'm curious – as a as the guy that's out there making books i mean you know as much about golf courses and agronomy and all that what what is your thoughts when you hear something like that like hey let's let's slow down the golf course rather than roll back the equipment
13: well my first question would be why do we need to combat distance
3: Well, that goes back to the premise that we talked yeah. about. Yeah. But let's, right.
13: but obviously people. Let's assume we do. Yeah. Okay. Assume we do. What? How do we do it, right? Well, one thing we know, and this is our, this is almost a religious belief on this show because I have pounded it so much into the, 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 the thoughts that it, it's the, what makes the scores go up, firm, more fast green. Firm, fast green. So slowing down yep. the greens is like, what? Now, what Brandall's suggesting there, it's slowing down to the greens to the point where you can't putt very well anymore. Um, I don't agree with that at all.
5: Inconsistency. I love Incon- inconsistency of the turf grass on the greens. Well,
13: if
3: you want inconsistency,
5: if just bring not, the metal if spikes not back. Running twelve or thirteen <laughs> every week.
13: Well, I, look, I, I would absolutely love to see not poor conditions but different conditions versus the tour kind of homogenizes conditions every week. It Let's get yep. the sand this deep. Let's get the greens 11 and a half on the stem. Let's do this list. The rough varies probably more depending on nature than anything else. But there is like, let's do it the same every week kind of a thing. And I think it'd be cool to see a lot different stuff. Some weeks you got slow greens. some weeks fast greens. some weeks soft green. I mean, you kind of have, the soft and firm stuff anyway mother nature controls that um, but what was what
3: was tiger's like, achilles heel in his heyday slow greens
5: 100% oh he he never liked slow greens i mean if He's he str- was yeah. he if he was in the play- british open because of slow
3: greens that's right if he was playing mm-hmm. bad number one excuse you could expect couldn't get the speed of the greens greens are too slow yeah 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 yeah
13: but I, I that's not Listen, that's not combat slowing down the greens is not combating distance. That's trying to alter the scores. There's a difference. Maybe it's combating speed up distance, play too. Uh yeah. So speeding up play, yeah. uh, you slow down greens, you you to two ten and a half or ten, you hundred percent you speed up play. It's almost for a professional golfer inside of twenty feet. There's no such thing as a three putt when the greens are rolling ten, ten and a half. Right, it's just not going to happen. Because you're not going re-
5: to knock you're, it by three, four, five feet. Right,
13: right. You're never going to have that slippery four and a half footer coming
6: back on a twelve foot right. putt. Oops, what did right. I do? It's never right. going to yeah. happen. The number one gift in this stressful year, relaxation from Homedics, now at up to 30% off. Soothing stress for over 35 years, Homedics is the top home massage products brand with gifts for every aching muscle on your list. With select items up to 30% off and free shipping on orders over $50, holiday supplies won't last. Shop now at HOMEDICS.com. The perfectly relaxing, perfectly giftable gift
9: is at home Edics.com and major retailers everywhere.
0: Call now to learn about our buy four, get the fifth one free
1: window replacement offer. 800-413-6992. 800-413-6992. 800-413-6992. That's 800-413-6992.
2: Interest accrues from date of purchase, but is waived if paid in full within 12 months. Other conditions apply. We've adjusted our operations to serve you safely following all CDC guidelines. Visit RenewalByAnderson.com for details.
10: As a professional painter, you know your customers want a flat finish, but don't want to pay the price of fighting dirt, grime, and scuffs. Use new Bare Ultra Scuff Defense from the Home Depot for a beautiful flat finish, plus stain and scuff defense. And that price starts at just $29.60 a gallon. And that's before the Pro Extra discount. A flat paint that's too tough to scuff. Bare Ultra Scuff Defense. Only at The Home Depot. How doers get more done. Available online and in select stores. Do you have valuable collectibles and
11: worry what will happen if they're stolen? Wax Insurance is a mobile app that allows collectors to take care of all their insurance needs. Whether you collect watches, sports memorabilia, wine, fine art, you name it, Wax makes insuring what you care about incredibly easy. To get an immediate quote, download the Wax Insurance app and use promo code INSURE. Then take a picture of your item and provide some basic information. That's it. No extensive paperwork or need for third-party appraisals. Download the Wax Insurance app and use promo code INSURE. Sure today but
13: uh yeah i i liked uh, i had a good conversation i probably brought this up with with captains i'll call him captain jim fury because you know he was captain and just about talking about the us overbattle things like that and he said well if we both miss a fairway he's so far past me he gets I'm, he says he's hitting the he, Jim's trying to hit a six iron out of the rough and, and Bryson's hitting a wedge out of the rough and you can hit a wedge out, but you can't hit a six iron out. So how do you deal with that? Well, so you, the graduated rough, you grow it deeper as you go further. You can do things like that. Probably not that difficult to do. Might look a little weird. Um, Yeah, but I don't know. I, I definitely look, I am way in the camp of, I don't like, the, the fact that i believe that golf has become more of a physical game and less of, less of a skill game and less of a thinking game i'll tell you how i really believe that i've had a, a number of caddies on the pga tour tell me that in the last couple of years what's happened with the course management is guys don't think anymore they just pull out whatever club they can hit furthest and do it so bob remember number 11 at nearfield village Yes. The par five. Correct. Guys are hitting it in the right first cut of the first fairway. Think about that shot. You have to cut it around the trees and you've got a creek you're running right along the whole time if yes. you want to go from the green out of that right first cut. And it's absolutely normal for guys to whip out a three-wood and try that shot like it's nothing. And, of course, half the time it goes dead straight and they hit it in the water because it doesn't cut. But they just don't care. They just go, apparently, it's just this ultra-aggressive game going on right now. I I can't say this for certain because I have not been out there caddying for a while, but I've, I've gotten that from more than a few caddies who have been out there a long time saying, you just can't believe how aggressive everybody is now. So the game's maybe gone, you know, in reality, really has gone to being a little more physical, a little more strength, meaning more than, Thinking and skillful shot making. Um, mm-hmm. all, all, all the golfers in general at the higher levels, what do they really respect? They kind of, they kind of, it's all about ball striking. How, I hit yep. it, you know, how did you play? Oh, I, I played really good, but I just didn't score. Well, like we said before, what does that mean? I just hit it good, right? But, but that's what that's what really means something to everybody. Winning, winning means something to a lot of people. But, but hitting the ball really well, you're always happy when you hit the ball well to some degree, if not a big degree. Because you know you can do it when you're hitting it good. Um, hit the ball guys well and up,
5: the ball well, too. Yeah. But a lot of guys look
13: down on great putters, right? Especially the guys who can't putt. They kind of look at them like, well, you know, putting. Eh, if you could putt, right, you're not really yeah. worth it. But, you know, you're – yeah. It's like, what, what's the <laughs> – I love the. I'm, I'm trying to remember that story, the hot dog story with your mm-hmm. dad. Ben That's Hogan what I was thinking too. I, mean, I I just
5: love that story. And then, you and can then Hogan putt. comes up I to him buy later. Hot dogs from like, you on the on the ninth green. Yep. Exactly. And then, and then later, Ben comes up to him like in in, in, in private. Goes at Colonial. You know, at Colonial. Yeah. Can you teach me how to putt? <laughs> can you, Teach me how to putt? Yeah. I just love that story. That is so good. But
13: uh, listen, I'm gonna. I think I've um I've run out of out of my stroke allotment here. It is about that time. I'm not time. even letting you guys I'm yeah. not even this That's is okay. what my sister calls a my sister calls this a bro cast. When I come on and she just she decides, well, I'm just gonna put down the phone and go make some dinner and then come back and he'll still be talking and it's okay. It's the bro cast. <laughs>
3: So. Well, it has been a couple of weeks, so we wanted to make sure you were able to get that off your chest. Hey, do you think you can digest this in the, in, in 30 seconds or, or 60 seconds? The, the tour has implemented a new pace of play, uh, trying to stop slow play out on the PGA Tour. Are you familiar with the policy?
13: I'm not, but I can tell you, I went out to Tory Pines a couple years ago, walked right out of the north course, par five, number five, it was painful how long it took between shots and i was like wow how, how how do people watch this so i'm big on i'm big on speeding up play what's the new policy
5: so the new policy is they're not necessarily dealing with groups they're dealing with individuals and putting players on a list every week uh, those players will have a rules official with them that will be timing their shots if they're over 45 seconds um, of course they're going to put them on the clock. If they have two bad times during the tournament, they'll get a one shot penalty. It's not during the round. Um, and, uh, and so it's, uh, it's a little bit more geared towards individual players and people can go yep. on the list or off the list. So, and it's starting, mm. it's starting this week and it has started this week in Maui.
13: Mm. So they're targeting players. Yes. Versus the
5: group. Oh wow! I had yeah. a caddy telling me that, and it's all shot linked data kept- to begin with, going on and off the mm. list. Mm. And you can see based I, on that data where you spend the most time and what you spend the most time doing. So, so guys can actually look at what they do and improve.
13: Huh? Well, that's pretty cool when you get them um, an objective thing to to. It just shows you. It's one thing for everybody to tell you you're slow, but when it's right there and, and factually put down there, right. it's, it's kind of hard to deny it. It's, yep. You don't want to be a slow play denier. So, yep. the the I heard a funny story, and it's second hand, of course, but um, heard a couple players on tour who were notoriously fast players, and one of them would definitely let you know what he thinks about everybody. And uh, I won't mention him by name, but he has won four majors. Anyway, he, apparently he and this other guy who's really fast, who's from Tennessee, I won't mention him by name either. One, one of their strategies when they get in with a slow group, I just love this, is they, they intentionally play extremely slow until they get put on the clock. And then they just take off and do their normal speed just to mess with the slow guy. I thought that's great. So <laughs> That's know. impressive Look, that a fast um,
3: guy can play slow.
13: Well, they, they just—it's—it's a—it's a—it's an evil strategy, and I like it. I love it. And of course, we'll never <laughs> let the truth get in the way of a good story because that's second or third hand stuff. But I loved it when I heard it. I, I think like, the guy just I said he loves that? evil. I
3: think that's what yeah, he said. Yeah, he does love. Yeah. Evil. Well, you know,
13: every, everybody loves a little bit of evil. Mm. So I asked—I asked an evil-looking woman one time. We may have discussed this one, but I asked her. I said, "Is it true that when you say no, you really mean yes?" And she looked right at me and said
3: no all right caddy with that we're going to let you go buddy great to visit with you happy new
4: year we'll talk next week thank you gentlemen
3: yes we really meant no as in we are out of time no we can't keep talking
4: you're listening to real golf radio now back to brian and bob Welcome back to Real Golf Radio. Brian and
3: Bob, thanks so much to the caddy for spending some time. If you're new to the caddy, there you go. You got him in rare form. Sometimes he just goes and goes and goes. So uh, a little bit long-winded, but we'll always take him. Uh, Really good comments. So he doesn't think there's a distance problem, so he doesn't even buy into Brandel's argument about what you can do to roll back uh, the agronomy and change the game a little bit. So it is an interesting one. There is... Certainly some factors when you start talking about Bryson trying to do what he claims he's going to do. Mm-hmm. But we'll see if he's able to actually execute that. And that, that brings us back to our punch shots.
5: And Bryson will what in 2021, Bob? What do you think? Well, his goal is to get to 210 miles an hour on his on his swing speed. Oh, 210? His, yeah, 210. That's his goal for 2021. Oh my god! So um you know, I, I think Bryson's gonna gonna win win a, a golf tournament, if not a couple of golf tournaments this year in twenty twenty one. it's pretty hard not to when you're hitting it as far as he is. Um, but what's gonna be the test for Bryson is he's gonna is he gonna con- be able to continue to putt the way he's been putting, which has been a huge part for him. And how is the new slow play? rule going to affect him with his game because we've seen him many, many times take two minutes on, on a putt or step off a yardage that takes two, another two minutes to, to figure out and stuff like that. And he's going to, he's going to be a guy that's one of the ones that's on the list and going to be on the clock all the time. It's a really good point, Bob,
3: you know, and the other factor is how long can he keep this up just because he continues to get stronger and faster. Yes. Is his technique going to hold up through all of that? And even if it does for a period of time, how long? I mean, yes. we're looking at, you know, Brooks Kepka, you know, encountered injury. Tigers encountered injury. DJs encountered injury. Roy's encountered injury. You know, it just seems to be that, especially when you're going at it, those guys are all guys that go after it. Yeah. They, they, they find themselves encountering some injury. Ironically, yeah, you know, the of all of them. In
5: the in today's game is definitely a, a thing you have to worry about.
3: And ironically, Phil Mickelson's the one that hasn't.
5: Yeah. You know, I mean the well, guy that's, dealt I mean early on his career he went skiing and 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 hit Okay, a tree he went skiing. And, but not what? from his golf swing? Well, no, but he's dealt with back problems, lower back problems and stuff like that before. But um yeah, it's it's something that a lot of golfers always go through. Not okay, a lot of golfers always. I mean
3: I, I get what you mean by that, but uh, my, my point is, is I, you can't say that just because Bryson continues to get bigger and faster with his ball speed, let's say he hits two ten, right. does that mean right. that nobody can keep up with him when he's on? Maybe, yes. yes. But it's still golf, and it's hard to be on. Exactly. Especially, and the, we
5: and we saw the difference. We saw the difference in two majors in the U.S. Open. What he was able to do when he was on, and what he did at the Masters when he wasn't on.
3: Hundred percent. So, biggest story of twenty twenty one will be, I, I'll, I'll go first on this. I think it's just going to be if we can return to some normalcy and have some crowds back and be able to play the schedule as it is outlined. I think that's going to be huge. You get all four majors in the slots they're supposed to be in. You're able to actually have the Olympics. And the yep. Ryder Cup, you know, yep. if, if somehow all this gets pulled off and we're able to combat this pandemic, to me that's going to be the biggest story. If you throw that out because we're kind of, t- I don't know, if, I don't know about you, Bob, but I'm tired of talking about the pandemic. So if you throw me that too. out, then I think it has to be the Ryder Cup. And yes. I, I'll be honest, I'm at first glance the way the Americans played at Royal Melbourne, which is last time we saw a team event, a little over a year ago. I would have to think that the U.S. team is feeling good and they're going to just absolutely go out and rip it up against the Europeans on home soil. That said, this is not an American golf course. Whistling Straits is as much of a European-style course as anything we have over here in the U.S. And so from that standpoint... It makes me nervous, and I think you're gonna. A lot is going to be made about some of the changing of the old guard. Maybe we don't see Poulter out there. Maybe we don't see Westwood out there. Maybe we don't see Sergio out there. I don't know. Some of the guys are going to start falling off a little bit, but there's some good young talent coming up, and I, I don't know. I anymore with the Ryder Cup, the way the Europeans have played, it just makes me it makes me nervous as an American golf fan. Anytime a Ryder Cup is played, and especially in European soil, but. Even on home soil, I'm not so sure it's a it's a it's going to be a Hazeltine type you know uh, runaway that that maybe right. we would expect it to be.
5: Well, and you know you look at some of the young guys on the U.S. squad. You're looking at Colin Morikawa and and Matthew Wolf and Scotty Scheffler and those young guys are are jonesing to get on the Ryder Cup team and be able to play under that type of uh, pressure. And I think that's what's going to be exciting for the U.S. squad. And the great thing about the home soil, even if it is at Whistling Straits, is you have Captain Steve Stricker as the captain and uh, the emotional support that that's going to bring on the U.S. side like what um, Captain Paul Azinger did when he was able to be captain.
3: Mm, all right. I, I with you. I like those. those are all great factors. And I, and I certainly wouldn't root against or pick against my team, especially at home. And I think the Americans do get the win. Biggest story at the Ryder cup itself, you know, somehow it's going to revolve around either Bryce DeChambeau or right. Patrick Reed or both.
5: Right. Or both. And, uh, both guys are especially Patrick Reed, uh, is going to be fiery, just like he always is captain America. Um, Will he step out of his? Uh, will he step out of that and have the situations like he had at Royal Melbourne, or will he kind of keep it under wraps a little bit? Bryson DeChambeau, of course, he's going to be pounding as long as he can, and that kind of thing. Um, when you look at the guys, the top six players, that's another thing. You get six players that make the team and six captain's picks so that's going to be a big deal so Dustin Johnson Bryson Justin Thomas Kepka Morikawa and Xander Shoffley are all right now on the points (laughs) heck of a team does Tiger make the team um
8: I say yes all things what
5: I say Tiger makes the team okay
3: but if he tanks it all year he'll take himself out it's up to Tiger yes
5: yeah and I don't think that's going to happen so i agree all
3: right wow uh that is a lot to be optimistic about it's a lot to look forward to in professional golf and um, there are a million other storylines that certainly could play out well to uh, wrap up the show next hey we're just getting started for 2021 we got a lot more to talk about pj tour back in action kapalua check it out great views of maui out there on the golf channel we'll take a short break and wrap up the show next right here on real golf radio Hotel Park City, along with the Spa and Ruth's Chris Steakhouse, are open. Parents were tired, forced into homeschooling, juggling work at home and kids at home, well... Take a staycation and escape to Hotel Park City. The pool's open, fitness center, bandanas, grill, Roost Chris, the spa, and the golf course. From suites and the cottages that offer private hot tubs on the balcony and three fireplaces, you got to get away. To Hotel Park City, call 435-940-5077. That's 435-940-5077
5: for reservations today. 2020 has been a lesson in the unexpected, but the real estate market has adapted to the new normal. I'm Bob Casper from Real Golf Radio and the Casby Real Estate Group. With trends we've seen and the COVID vaccine, it helps us to make predictions for 2021. So here's what you can expect. Interest rates will continue to be low. Home values and prices will continue to rise for now. And there's going to be more new construction. No one can predict the future, but we have the experience to develop a unique plan just for you. So let's talk. Send an email to Bob at cas kasbyrealestate.com. That's Bob at K-A-S-B-Y realestate.com. controllers, pipe, and everything they need to irrigate their golf courses. Shop where the pros shop. Go to mountainlandsupply.com to find the location nearest to you.
4: You're listening to Real Golf Radio. Now back to Brian and Bob. All right, welcome back to the show, Brian and Bob. Thanks so much to the
3: caddy. Thanks to Rex Hoggard. If you missed any part of the show, get out to our website. Or better yet, just follow us on Twitter, at Real Golf, where you can listen to the segments in their entirety. PGA Tour playing Maui. On to Honolulu next week, Bob, and then back to the mainland.
5: Yeah, back to the mainland, Palm Springs at the American Express. Farmers Insurance Open at Torrey Pines Waste Management at Phoenix and the AT&T Pebble Beach Pro-Am followed by the Genesis Invitational in LA.
3: right, it's going to be good. We're off and running. Thanks to Dave Glouzer, our producer for Bob and Brian. Thanks for being with us right here on Real Golf Radio.
4: Thanks for listening to Brian and Bob on Real Golf Radio. Join us on Twitter at Real Golf or on our website at RealGolfRadio.com It's been real.